Welcome to the Mostly Podcast at Night, Episode 55, When a Stranger Calls. Evil hits home. Whatever you do, don't answer this podcast. When we come a-knockin'? I guess. If the podcasts yeah. are rockin', don't, don't come, come a-knockin'. Yeah. And we're always rockin'. We're rockin'. In the sense of rocking, not actually moving from side to side, but rock and roll rockin'. I rock sometimes when we podcast. I do movements. Well, I can't because then I sit in the farty chair. You so. do sit in the farty chair, yes. Yeah. All right, hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Chaos. Your co-host, Carnage. And um, before we get into the movie, I just want to say if there's any new people here, if this is your first episode, hello, welcome. We are... Bienvenue. Welcome in. We are um, two best friends who bicker and banter about horror movies. And we do it so well. We do. That voodoo that we do so well. (laughs) Um, This week we did the 2006 version of When a Stranger Calls. It was done in 2006. Um, it was rated PG-13. It was an 87, 87 minutes long, and it was a 5.1 on the IMDb score. How about that tomato meter? <laughs> the tomato meter is a green splotch with one of the lowest percentage ranks I've ever seen oh on this podcast, a 9%. <laughs> Critic consensus... When a Stranger Calls ranks among the more misguided remakes in horror history, offering little more than a rote, largely fright-free update to the original. Audience score, 43%. Okay, so this was a carnage pick, and I've got more to say about it, but before I say my piece about it, before we even get into opinions or anything, would you like a summary? Yes. A Stranger Calls, and things go awry. Boy, that is a really That's succinct summary. <laughs> now, um, it is a almost... Almost a uh, plot-to-plot remake of the, the, the Carol Kane version. Which one? was the Carol Kane version done? It was done, like, in 1970-something? Uh, 1978. Thank you. Um, it's the same names of the characters and everything, um, but it's a little bit different. And here's why I'm going to talk about this. Uh, well, let me get back into the summary. A Stranger Calls. I know. Shocking, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, he terrorizes his babysitter and... He terrorizes her through the house, and he kills people, and, and she then, ends in the, winning in the end, and the kids are alive they still. They realize and, the call's coming from inside the house. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Um, but the reason I picked this, and I know it's a crappy movie. I own this movie, okay, but I picked this for a reason. So I'm going to do things a little bit differently, because I know we usually get the cast and crew attack. Should we do that first and then go into this? Yeah, why don't we? Okay, let's do cast first. Do cast, and then I'll talk about okay, this. Okay, so for our cast, Jill Johnson was Camilla Bell. The Stranger was Tommy Flanagan. Tiffany was Katie Cassidy. Office, and Officer Burroughs was David Denman. Yeah, from The Office, Roy. Of the Office fame, Roy. Roy. Yeah, Roy. Roy. Okay. So, the reason why I did this film, then, I own it. It's a crappy film. Mostly because the main character, the, the actress, is a crappy character, actress. Okay, we'll talk about that, though. But the reason why I did this movie is it had so much potential with all the new technology. Mm-hmm. Like, they, and they did use the technology somewhat to their, somewhat, but they could have done so much more. Like, I get the thought of remaking this with better technology. Like, with, back in the day... Carol Kane is in the 78. We had landlines. We had no cell phones. We had no caller ID. We had no, well, not really alarm systems. Not so much. 
They had alarm systems. We didn't have ice but makers I'm sure they like weren't that. the same technology level, no. obviously. No. We didn't have creepy art. No, I'm just kidding. We didn't Actually, I don't know when they came out with alarm systems. I don't, I'm not an expert. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, we didn't have, like, the motion detector lights and the... Just some of the things that could have made this movie great, they didn't. But it could have. You know, they could have used it more to their own... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, they could have made... They could have used the technology and made a lot Even smarter more. film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they could have picked better actress. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I like the idea behind it of of recycling it from the old movie to the new movie with all the modern conveniences and modern things that we do have. It could have been made good. It wasn't. I will say that. And part of it was, I will say, the main actress. You want to talk about main actress? Uh, I will say, in our history of 54 episodes, the most wooden performance I have seen for this podcast. The most wooden performance. <laughs> oh, my God. It's horrible. Horrible. I really would have preferred Katie Cassidy in the lead role. Yes, I didn't understand that. I thought I was like watching Katie Cassidy. Like, she's a much more entertaining actress to watch. Why was she not in the lead? I don't know. I do not get it. I do not know why. I mean, granted, she played the bitchy best friend perfectly, but like, what? How? Way to outshine your main actress. Oh, yeah. And that was part of the problem. Well, that's part of the problem is that she outshone her. So you were kind of sad when Katie What'd died. What did she do? Outshone. O-U-T-S-H-O-N-E. Outshone? Shut up. That's not even the right conjugation. I hate you so much right now. I can't. It's late. It's dark out. It's night. And I don't know what I'm saying. Words are just happening, okay? Words are happening. Anyway. Yeah, it's but that's part of it, though. Is that so not late. It's 7 o'clock. It's an hour past my bedtime. You are such a liar. <laughs> um, No, but yeah, she outshined her. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Fuck you. Um... <laughs> And she, yeah, I agree. She's uh, Camilla. Camilla. Camilla, Camilla is Bell. Not a good actress. No, fuck no. There's so many good actresses her age, too. I don't know why. Well, I have a feeling that's why we haven't seen her in anything since 2006. We have, though, I think. And I can't remember what, though. Oh, God, she's working? <laughs> I say that about Bill Pullman every day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Watch I'm kidding. it. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Oh, I'm watching the glare happen. No, she's worked in other stuff, and she's very pretty. Don't get me wrong, but... Eh, kind of. I mean, she she looks... I thought she was pretty plain. Like, I get I mean, the whole, like... I mean, in this picture, sure, she's really pretty. I, I get the whole, like, girl next door thing, but they really, like, played her down. They didn't make her look, like, as fancy or glammed out as even her best friend. She was in Dirty Dancing 3. Oh, God, well... No, she's been in a couple movies, nothing I've ever seen. Um, I do remember seeing her in Practical Magic when she was a kid, and she was cute then, but no, nothing mm-hmm. else I've seen. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I wasn't thrilled by her. No. She kind of ruined it for me. No. But do you get what I'm saying, though? Like, I know you hated this movie. Oh, so much. You hated that they remade it. Mm-hmm. Um, you hated that I made you watch it. Mm-hmm. But do you get where I'm going as to why I made us watch it? No. Really? You don't understand what I was going for? I, I, I understand your reasoning. I don't think... For me, it doesn't work, though. Like, Even if they did it smart, it wouldn't work? No, I wouldn't care. Really? Yeah. I just think they could, they could 
redo it a completely different way. It's such a boring, basic premise, though. I don't care. But you like the Carol Kane one, though. Eh, it was okay. Oh, I thought it you It was a lot better that. than this version, that's all. Well, that's because Carol Kane's an amazing actress. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, when we talked a little about this, too, that this... I, you did know or you didn't know it's an old urban legend even before that movie. Did you know that? I didn't know it. I knew it was an urban legend. I knew it was an old urban legend. I didn't know that the original movie was not the start of that urban no, legend. No, it's been around forever. They made the movie based on the urban legend. I got it. That makes sense because we do that too with movies still today. I get that. I just didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. There's a lot of good urban legends out there. It's one of the better urban legends, I think. Yeah, it's creepy the first time you hear it. Yeah. And I mean, when it's you're definitely young, new. Yeah. It definitely, I mean, it definitely appeals to the movie. fears of teenagers, though. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're babysitting. Which a lot of, I mean, even I did. And I'm like, the, should not be trusted. With, with children with or animals. children. No, definitely not. Shut up. Or other people. Um, but, yeah, even I babysat. I mean, a couple times. I hated it and I never did it again. But, like, I get it. And we, we're of the generation of the Carol Kane version. My thought process was this. So stay with me for a second. Something for the new generation. Now, granted, it was 2006, so it would have been the millennials at that time? That would have been kids? I guess. I think so. I don't know when the millennial generation ends. I don't. I don't. I, don't I know, know when it begins. I don't know when it ends. I know it never ends. It never ends. No, it's it just going and going. It's no. like what, like twenty years or something? Is the generation? I think so. No, no, no. Yeah, I think so. I think so, so then it would be. Actually, that wouldn't be a millennial. If you were born in two thousand and six, you would not be a millennial. You'd be Generation Z. I'm not talking about being born in two thousand six. I'm talking about being a teenager. Teenager in two thousand six. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be the millennials. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking for, um, you know, how they, they want, well, we talked about this when we were with, you know, it's coming up, I think, in another episode, or it's in another episode about how they won't watch old movies. The new, some other, some, some won't watch old movies. A lot of people, and even our generation, Generation X, they won't watch old movies. You kind of need to refresh it for their generation. I know. It's, it's unfortunately a thing. I'm making a lot of faces that yes. only Carnage can see Which right now. Which is why now. I'm trying to pedal as fast as I can here. I, I know it's a thing, but unfortunately it is the way it is. And I think they tried to do that, and I think they could have done it better, though. Oh, yeah. I get what they were trying to do. I get it. Don't don't get me wrong. I yeah. get it. I get it. And they failed horribly. Well, I just don't think they one urban legend what, can be a movie. What they were set out to do, I get what they set out to do, and they failed completely. Why do you think they failed? It was the most boring pointless movie i've ever seen even if it had never been a movie before even if this was a a new movie that had never been made before i would have hated it it was I a agree. bad fucking movie i think it was really slow burn which you know i love there it was not, not scary at all no. it was not scary at all i don't think the tension built up where it should have there was no tension whatsoever no um and they could have done better with that. It was like, they were even trying to to give you, to build tension in areas and give you like, red herrings, like like just to keep the the fear up, like the statue at the top of the stairs, when she hears something, she can't figure it out, and it's just the ice maker. Things like that, and it was just like, I was not following along, that tension was not building for me. I was just like, it was yeah, very what, forced. What is that dumb noise? Oh, it's the ice maker. Whoop de shit. Yeah, it yeah. was very forced. It was very forced. Um, I just don't think, and maybe I'm wrong here. I don't think as a whole, one urban legend can support a whole movie. 
I like, think it can. You think it can? Yeah. I think if you do it really smartly and if you give, you have to, you have to really focus on the story though. I mean, you really have to focus on building a story around the urban legend. You just can't slap that ur- urban legend down and expect to make the whole movie. I agree with you to a point that if, if all you're trying to do is like, here's the urban legend, the call is coming from inside the house when you're right. babysitting and that's it. And that's your whole movie. Yeah. No, you can't do that. That's right. bullshit. You have to really be good and craft a really good story around the urban legend. That's kind of like why I like the movie Urban Legends, because all the deaths are based on Urban Legends. So you've got multiples, and mm-hmm. I'll make you watch this down the road. Oh, I know, right? I, multiples in one movie, but it's a story around it. It's not just one Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're too short. Like, they maybe as shorts they could be done, but not I, as a feature. I think film. you can do it. I just think that you really have to be story-driven. Yeah, you need craft there. You, you, need... you can't just take the Urban Legend and no. pop it down and be like, there it is. No, you need really smart writing. Um, I think there was, yeah, I just, I think it, it was a missed opportunity is what I think on this one. Because you, I, I was really intrigued by the lights mm-hmm. that they turn on when you enter the room. Mm-hmm. And you could have done so much more with that. Yeah, and I get, I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to update it for the new generation, like you said. I get that they were trying to use, like, new technology because they had, she babysits. The one thing, the big thing that they did change is that she babysits in for this home home family of doctors and the, oh, yeah. the house is like is like technology central it's, it's like the smart, it's like this it's a beautiful house it's gorgeous inside it's so incredibly beautiful and and the technology it's like the smartest house you've ever seen that you could never afford <laughs> and so yeah like you said there should be so much potential for um horror for for scares for using that technology they set up they set themselves up to have all this technology at their disposal and then they didn't know what to do with it right it just if they forced what they could and went from there mm-hmm. um yeah even the atrium yeah the atrium was so beautiful it was oh so God. beautiful and that's i do like the set design of this movie yeah i think the set design was gorgeous well and for me it was like okay so when i was a kid i came up with like my fantasy house Mm -hmm. of what i wanted when i was an adult and it wasn't super huge or anything but one thing that it did have was it had a tree growing up through the middle of it and it had um like a stream that went outside and came inside and there was a pond with koi fish it was like this house okay yeah so it was really cool to see the house i mean the house was gorgeous it was. And it wouldn't it would have even been like growing up now if I had that kind of money, it would even have that creepy modern art cuz I like modern art. <laughs> I did. This was your house. Yeah, this was it totally, totally was your house. This was my Minus house. Minus the children, you know. <laughs> yeah. There would be no children in my house. That would be a big difference. Which let's point that out too. Huge expensive home, multiple million dollar homes, the kids are sharing a room. Yeah. Really? And and how much would it suck right. to grow up in that house? Because you couldn't touch anything. Yeah, I mean, and that wasn't realistic for the house. I mean, it, it, the house suited the purpose. Not that we're rich and we have rich people that we know anything, but the house suited the purpose for the movie, for the ideal. Mm-hmm. No fucking kids would live in that house. No. I have friends and colleagues that have money mm-hmm. and little kids. Mm-hmm. They have nice houses, but the insides are like, you could tell kids live there. Right. It's not a museum. Well, like, even 
Um, even like my grandparents, they have some money. I would go to their house and as a kid and like be afraid to touch anything. And they're, we're not even talking anything close to this level. Right. But it was just really nice inside because my grandmother missed her calling as an interior decorator. I mean, she really gorgeous did. And so I've been in houses like that and it's like, yeah, you don't feel like you want to touch anything. And there wasn't even close to the level of this house. Right. Well, your grandparents, your kids weren't living there full time. No, no, no. Kids full time. But I mean, just like coming there to visit, I was like, don't touch anything. I just feel like in this house, like it almost felt like the kids were kept in their room. Yeah. Period. That's where the kids started and ended. And the only, and the kids room kind of looked like a kid's room. Yeah. But, it did. but, but it, it didn't look like it fit in the rest of the house at all. And it's like, how in the world would that you? That didn't would jive. You, no. No. Um, I don't know. Maybe. And then the one adult kid that had the, I mean, I mean that looked The guest right. house? Holy crap. That looked like a teenage boy was living there. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was better. Well, a college age boy, but yeah. Not 18, 19, still teenager. Yeah, it's still teenager. True. He's a teenage choice 30. Come on, let's be honest. It's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to males of the, our audience. Um, no offense, we love you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that, that, it was like two different, it, it didn't. Meat. No. Match. That was weird. I feel like it was secluded, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was disappointed that, um, I don't know, help me, maybe I missed this. Did they ever use the running? Because... No. They, okay, thank you. Now once, it was totally pointless. Because, yeah, they start out, they introduce the character of Jill Johnson. At, she's obviously a track person. She starts out and she's trying to beat her t- the time around a track. She's running. She's she obviously does track. She's very sporty looking. She's very lean. And so I'm like waiting for that to come up into the movie somewhere where she has to use her speed to get out of a tricky situation. And, you know, she couldn't beat her earlier time, but she finds the inner strength to, to you know, do something with the something with the running. Yeah. No, it never came up. And then it never comes up again. And I'm like, why the fuck was that even in the movie for the goddamn first it place? It didn't make sense. It was just to introduce the high school, which was a really remarkable high school. I actually remember my college. My college had a running track like that. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of so that, like, actually, because yeah. I thought of that running track because yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, that reminds me of a college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. That never came up. Nope. Um, I get the whole boyfriend plot line. Don't give a shit. I mean, but that's why she thinks he's calling and pranking her or whatever. I mean, yeah. Who, but... as a babysitter, I would never give out the persons that I was staying at Mm-mm. their phone. I don't that's care how friends. desperate I was. No, no. Uh-uh. My my parents, yeah. But and I would never call Star Sixty Nine and charge money on that. Like no. I don't care how, how rich they are. I'm like that's just rude. Yeah. So that's pretty. Um, and I don't remember ever having bonfires like that in high school. College, yes. Well, our high school, I seem to remember that they stopped doing it like before I came in because I remember being a freshman and everybody was really excited to do one for like our big rivals for first football game of the season with our big rivals and everybody was so excited and I was like no they stopped doing it and it was like oh yeah and everybody was really super disappointed well there's there's reasons why I'll explain that later no I I think I know what they ruined it yeah I'm sure they I'm Uh, I'm surprised we would saw a homecoming parade let's put it that way somebody get airlifted out of there oh yeah, it was a mess. Oh, this is a story I never heard. Oh, yeah, it was when I was a freshman. Oh, my so. God. Where you're a part in high school, so that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just, uh, we are in high school. This is so high school. We are in high school. It's, oh, my God, I just want to slap the shot of her. Like, how trite. Yeah, teenagers don't talk like that. No. For one thing. <laughs> so high school. No, they don't say that. 
if anything, they'd say, oh, this is so middle school. You know, yeah, they wouldn't yeah. say it was the, the grade they were in. Yeah. Like, we're being such teenagers right now. Oh, my God. Like, what's Too much self-realization? A little too much <laughs> self-awareness, yeah, for teenagers. Um, yeah, and I just didn't buy her acting. Like, it, oh, she, she was... totally folded in. She was, she was so wooden. Like, I think she didn't, not that she didn't, not that she phoned it in. I just think there was nothing there, no talent there to begin with. Like, I just think that girl was just a terrible actress. I don't know how she got cast for this role. I don't either. I'm really puzzled by this. I really don't know. Or other roles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unless the director really wanted her to be that wooden. I just can't imagine that's true. I, yeah, no. Um, do you have a favorite death? Or do you have any more opinions before we get to favorite death? No. Um, um, favorite death. God, I feel like we should talk about this more because we're only at 21 minutes, but I don't have anything more to say about this fucking movie. All right. My favorite death was the Katie Cassidy's. Because even though it wasn't on screen, like you saw, I mean, that was one part that was like kind of spooky she's out there the storm's happening that's, all of a sudden there's a log that's the other thing there's no were there any on-screen deaths no there were no on-screen deaths that's what i thought another dumb move on the part i of like on-screen deaths yeah thank you um did you know the voice on the phone calls is actually lance henriksen's <laughs> i wondered where he was because yeah. i saw his name in the credits yeah that was his voice on that Okay. So. Oh, Lancey, still working. Yeah. I love Lance Hendrickson so much. Before we get to the trivia, though, even though I'm hopping ahead, do we have any Marigold? No. The phone? There was no exposition needed no. for this message. For the blah, 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 For this episode. That's something I do like. I do like Lance Hendrickson as that. I do like Roy from The Office was the It was like, yeah, Roy! Call. Yeah, I love Katie Cassidy was in this. Um, I Is just, she from other things? Yeah. And she's David Cassidy's daughter from the Partridge family. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know any of the other. Oh, uh, we mentioned, uh, what's his name? Greg Clark? Clark Greg? Greg Clark. We know him. The one that played her, do- her dad. Her dad. Oh, yeah. Greg Clark. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we know him from other things, too. Yes, I didn't write his name his down. His small fucking cast on Because this, he though. was such a small part. Clark Greg, that's what his name was. But, yeah. But he's, like, from um, Marvel. The Marvel series, and he's from... Um, S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, the Avengers. I, um, rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. He's Agent... Uh, what's his name? Agent somebody. Fuck. Phil Coulson. I love him. Yeah, and do you remember him, too? He was on a um, TV show with... Um, trying to find it real fast. New Adventures of Old Christine. Do you remember that? I love that show. Yeah, he was Richard Campbell. Yes, yes, he was. That's what I always remember him from. So, um, so I thought it was like a really small role for him, but I was yeah, very. That he was I mean, in he's it, a so. big actor. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So no marigold. No. Uh, do you have some trivia? I guess. Anything? Yeah, I mean, there's trivia. I would love some. Okay. Uh, well, there are five different versions of the shirt she wore throughout the movie. One was a special waterproof wet look shirt, so she could wear it in the water and not get sick. Mm. Or whatever. Because she did spend a lot of time in that water at one point. Yeah. Um, and the interior was actually in a studio, but the outside of the house was built at an unused reservoir. Oh. So it was a studio for that, but... But they built the exterior of that house? Damn. Yeah. Pretty big... Must have been a pretty good budget. That's where they so. spent it all. 
on the yeah, house. Yeah, they did. They, they definitely didn't spend that cast. No. Okay, in preparation for her role as Jill, uh, Camilla had to do two months of weight training and learning how to run. Okay, first of all. For one scene that didn't need to be in the fucking movie in the first place. I don't even know where she would have done weight training at. Where did she lift anything? She didn't do any lifting in the movie. Yeah, I don't remember that. I was going to say. But she did look very lean. Like, she looked like a runner. She looked like a track runner. She did. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Um, this would have been a lot different. Because Evan Rachel Wood actually turned on the role, role, role as Jill. Wow, that would have been different. And it was funny because I was looking at the flip films. I'm like, what is this from? Like, oh, yeah. It's 12 years ago, this film. Yeah, they actually they had didn't have the phone. smartphone. Flip I mean, can you imagine how different everyone would be a smartphone? It would have been even different with smartphones. <laughs> um... I thought it was so weird. Okay, one of the things that bugged me was she had the caller ID phone and she didn't use it, like, for the first half of the movie. Then all of a sudden she starts using it and it's like, oh. I know. But that's, back in opinions, it just suddenly hit me. Like, I just thought of that. Like, yeah, that was dumb, too. Like, seriously, they tried to scare you with modern art. They did. And they really fucked this one up. The revelation that the cars were coming inside the house, which we knew because we'd seen the other one, was supposed to be the twist. Although it was all over the marketing and trailer and everything else. and Don't put your twist right in the marketing. Who do you think you are, Alfred fucking Hitchcock? You're not, so it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all the trivia I have. Do you want some uh, ratings, I guess? Let's let's move on to ratings, yes. Before this movie aggravates me right out the door. Well, I think it's, well, it's your house, so you really can't go. That's why I don't want to do that. What are you going to give it? Um... God, this movie is so bad. Do you want me to go first then? Go first. 4.75. Oh, I think that's really generous. I think it is too, but I own it, so I have to give it something. Oh, uh, I'm going to give this movie a two. Can I just say why I own this too? Yeah. So people don't think I'm crazy. It was a dollar. It was cheaper to own the movie than rent it. So you, that's why I own so it. So you bought it because you were vaguely curious about seeing it? Well, no. I love the Carol Kane one. I love the Urban Legend. There's oh. actually books... From when I was younger, like a teenager, do you remember Lois Duncan books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Lois Duncan did a book based on this urban legend, too. So I've always loved the urban legends. I'm a huge urban legend fan. Urban legends are fun. They are. So I wanted to see it because of that reason. I'm like, oh, yeah, 2006, it's 28 years later. I wonder what new things they could do. I mean, we have cell phones now. I, I was thinking that. They're going to do a lot with the technology. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, so yeah, I bought it. That's why like, I own it. Whereas, like, I could see how that could appeal, but for me, that's not even enough. It's just, like, I don't even care. Yeah, so you wouldn't have even bought it for a dollar, would you? No, I wouldn't have even. I would have been like, that thing is a whole dollar. I can think of, like, seven different things I could buy for a dollar that I would get more use out of than that DVD. A cup of coffee. <laughs> All right, should we get to some uh, fan fiction, I guess, then? Oh, no, you didn't rate yet. Did you oh, rate? Yeah, I said I two. gave it a two. Okay, good. You want some fan fiction? Yeah, there's fan fiction. There's one from Archive of Our Own that's crossed with Scream Movie. Okay. Uh, well, it's actually Scream 4, though. It's not just any Scream Movie. It's Scream oh, 4. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then there are three from um, fanfiction.net. Um, none of them are crossovers, though. So, yeah. So, no crossovers. No crossovers with Ed and Eddie. I know. What happened to that writer? I think she found out what we were doing. Seriously. I feel like I want to know who it was and be like, baby, come back to writing. We love it. Please don't go. Like, we're we're not making fun of you in a hateful way. Well, not in a hateful way. way. In a fun way. In in like a, we love what you're doing, keep doing it. Oh, my God. Can we read it out loud? Yeah. Can we please read it out loud on the show kind of way? Um... Yeah, no crossovers at all. So, 
That's the fan fiction. All right. Any pimps you have? Because I don't have anything. Um. Just us. Just us. Do you yeah. want to pimp us? Sure, I'll pimp us. So, our website is theymostlypodcastatnight.com. You can go there to find show notes and listen to episodes. We are hosted by anchor.fm slash podcastatnight. <laughs> you can send us an email at podcastatnight at gmail.com. And we are also can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. And any podcatcher app that you can think of, um, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have an Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter at Podcast at Night. We also have a new Facebook community where you can join other fans in talking about horror and our show. That's really cool. Um, you can also get a hold of us on Instagram, and we have our own individual Instagrams. I am Chaos at Night. Carnage is Carnage at Night. And um, we also have a Redbubble store where you can get merch. We have t-shirts, stickers, bags, mugs, and uh, anything that you could think of just about. We have merch Do you have napkins? It. No, shut up. <laughs> How about paper towels? I'm so sorry I said that. Fuck. Toilet I knew paper? as soon as it came out that it was going to be a mistake. Cat cares? I hate you. <laughs> And that's it from me. This is Chaos saying, <laughs> stay bloodthirsty, friends. <laughs> and this is Carnage saying goodnight. And as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats. <laughs> Thanks for listening to They Mostly Podcast at Night. Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.